This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Wretched Rambling Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I don't have no AKAs. We got some shit to get into and get cracking as I will throw it to my friends and my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? Happy Black History Month. Um, this is Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media. And as always, we are joined by our third ratcheteer, Adrian. Hey, girl. Hey, y'all. We are back and we are ready to get into it. Um, <clears throat> so I know that growing up, I'm not growing up, loving hip hop family reunion. This was the last episode and uh, basketball vibes will be hitting our TV screens again. And I am interested in covering it because it looked like bitches is going to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Like somebody on the show has been indicted. Somebody husband have been caught cheating. It looked like it's going to be juicy. There's no Evelyn. There's no Shawnee. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very interested in there's no OG. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, when we was covering the Candace, the conditions that if we ever talked about it again was the motherfuckers had not to be involved. And it looks like we got our wish. Yeah. So I am interested in covering it. Um, it's going to, looks like it's going to get really pretty messy. And so we'll give it a fair shake. Yeah. We're going to give it a fair shake. We know Malaysia's back. Jen is back. Of course, Jackie is back. And and some other ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, Brandy is back. DJ Duffy is back. And a couple other ladies. And they got quite a bit of shit going on. So the one girl, I keep forgetting her name, but she had a baby with the nigga that, uh, remember he was real flamboyant. He was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And he said uh, he was he was trying to fuck with Lyrica. Shit, I know the nigga. Cheated shit. I know the nigga. I can't remember his name right now, but I know who you're talking about. He real extra. Could we? Because we talked about him. Yes, rock star. Yes, yes, yes. Him, rock star. Rock star's uh, fiance is on there, and I know what you're thinking. (laughs) Which okay, for a long time I thought rock star was more Zell speed. That ain't what I was thinking, but also that, but also. Imagine your baby dad to be somebody that tried to holler at Lyra. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Just... so. <laughs> Lord forgive me. He know my heart. Uh... <laughs> so, no, he don't. God has not been glorified. There we can. So. Let's get into this the season finale of Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion. And I guess the biggest thing is I'm going to need Miami Tip and Gunplay to not gaslight each other. Because, okay, why would the strip club where Miami Tip works tell Gunplay 
Oh, Miami Tip said your girlfriend can't come in because she's she's she fears for her safety. Like why? It, like that is an incredible lie to make up out the blue. And for what reason? For what purpose? Y'all and also, yeah, and also I need Gunplay to stop talking about Miami Tip like his sister. Y'all used to fuck. She used to be Miami on the tip of your dick, sir. <laughs> Y'all used to have sex. Like, what is it with people like, yes, if you, if somebody used to, used to cut with, if y'all stop fucking and y'all end up being friends, cool. But all that, she like a sister to me. How she like a sister to you and used to bury your dick deep inside her? Yeah, that's weird. Like, this might be a little like TMI, but fuck it. Uh, like, there are people that I have had, you know, adult interactions with, and we are still friends and cool. And because we grown, however, I don't. Call they ain't them nothing my like a sibling to you. It, exactly, exactly. That's not like your cousin. Exactly. That's not like no none of that. That is somebody that you used to cut with that you still cool and got respect for. Right, like you can. I don't know what it is with people. Like you can literally. What is wrong with the word friend? You can literally just say y'all friends. Y'all not sisters and brother. Y'all was fucking. This ain't Game of Thrones. It's not Game of Thrones. Y'all are not the Lannisters. <laughs> Dennis, you almost made me spit out my water. <laughs> y'all have a problem with each other because there's some unrequited feelings there and y'all are playing in our face. And Miami tip, yes, you did tell them folks that that girl couldn't come in the club being petty, but just own that. Who really Stand gonna whoop your behind about it? Right, because it ain't like nobody on the cast can fight. For real. Hello. <clears throat> Bingo. Also, good for you, Spice. That's what I got. Good for you. Good for you giving back. Yeah, I agree. Good for you. Um, it's, it's good to see Chrissy and Nancy on one accord. Finally. Actually, you know what? I take Be- what I said. Because Chrissy about the only one on the cast that can fight. Continue, Frank. Yeah, Chrissy can fight. Yeah, yeah continue. It's been a long time coming. It really has been. And good for them. And if okay, can I ask a question? And I mean no harm, but do do y'all feel like at the in the very beginning of love and hip hop that Nancy might have still been heavy into addiction? Yes, definitely. I agree. Okay, I do too. Because the the Nancy that we first met many, many years ago, and this Nancy that we saw on Love and Hip Hop Family Reunion, these are these seem like two totally different women. This Nancy is a holding herself accountable. She's owning how she treated and, and, and dealt with Chrissy. She has apologized. She is making herself available to be a motherly presence for Chrissy as she needs it. Oh, these, these two different Nancys. But maybe she has done the work, which Possibly. a lot of people don't do. A lot of people don't do the work. So maybe she has. What's the nigga name? Fresher. Fresher yep. and Jen are so embarrassing. So embarrassing. So pathetic. Pathetic. You have been putting babies in this woman since she was in high school, and yet you refuse to find a middle ground to give that woman a beautiful wedding. Because as we have said, I think all three of us said it the last time recorded, the last time we recorded, there is a lot of space between courthouse and a $250,000 wedding. Yep. Yep. And the fact that the only option you are giving the woman who has bore your children since she was a teenager is the courthouse because you're not going to spend 250K. You don't want to marry her and you need to be honest about that and you and let her go. Yeah. Let her go. He don't want to marry her. 
and he's grasping at straws at this because the thing is like and we you know said in the beginning and like she you know wants this wedding but is not being realistic about their and by extension his finances but on the other side of that he is not even like attempting to compromise and meet her halfway and that is a problem he's not not at all and for that use the foot well on top of the things you already are for that use the fuck me yeah when he feel like he don't have to if they've been together 20 years yeah and the the issue with that is that again if this is something that she deems important and something that she wants withholding that from her makes you a terrible partner yeah more so than you already are so i just i don't understand why and i'm not she do look like toucan sam true toucan jam toucan gin (laughs) write it out write it out text it to me toucan gin however okay there's uglier people in the world who have happier relationships he's letting you know he's not willing to give you this thing that you're asking for so at some point you're going to have to be the deciding factor on if you stay or if you go he's gonna always stay because it's comfortable and he knows that you'll always be there waiting on him so if you want something different you won't have to go honey you're gonna have to go and that's all i have for love and hip-hop family reunion i actually enjoyed it if i'll be honest yeah i liked it i liked it and sookie is a gem even jim jones said it this bitch is a gold mine yeah she's disgusting but she is a gold mine. and i like when uh, they do these family reunion shows because it gives you a chance to see different sides of because low-key i'm a kk fan now like she reminds I, oh me i meant to i am movies. a kk fan kk we got to see another side of KK from when she was on Atlanta. Yep. Same and thing I, I, I yeah, like the way the scrap was operating as well. I like that he was being honest and forthcoming with Alexis. Yeah, I like that too. I was about to say the KK we saw on Atlanta can stay in hell, but this KK is a different KK. I will I will say that. Agreed. Okay, let's move on. Love and marriage DC. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we got what we could we could we got what all we was gonna get out of. No, no, we covered the key to the mess and chaos. Right. To the mess and chaos. Listen, love and love and marriage DC. And before we get into love and marriage DC, um, Monique did an interview with a with a gossip blogger. And this bitch had an unmitigated nerve and audacity to say she left Love and Marriage DC because it was turning into real housewives. Hold on, wait, 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 hold, hold, hold. Adrian, before you even before you even go, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fran, repeat that, please. Monique Samuels mm-hmm. said that the reason her and Chris left Love and Marriage DC after one season is because it was moving in the direction of becoming Real Housewives of Potomac. And From the same she, mother? She mm. and Chris want to control their narrative and they're tired of giving all their power away by being on these shows. Okay, From go the- ahead. From the same motherfucker who quite literally started this show because she fought air quotes on Potomac, girl. Are those essential oils running your brain, Monique? Because, girl, what the fuck is you talking about? The same motherfucker talking about they wanted to control the narrative. Girl, you control you and Chris's narrative on, on this goddamn show because Chris couldn't get a word in and why? What the fuck is you talking about? Monique you- is a coward. I- Plain and simple. She's a coward. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you want to say that the, I guess the editing or what you heard something to the effect her words were, you want to set out a certain story and production has a different story and narrative that they want to push. I'm sick of that bullshit. Like, while I realize- How much control do you need over your narrative if you being authentic? Correct. And they can't edit together something out of nothing. They can't. You look miserable. We see you away from the women of the Real Housewives of Potomac and people were able to clearly see that maybe you were part of the problem, that you got a mean spirit, a nasty attitude, and people didn't like it. And you didn't like that people didn't like that. And so now you want to roll back from that. Yep. 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 That's it. That's what it is. Say the same thing. She's a coward. Coward through and through. She is a coward through and through. You didn't like how you and Chris were perceived, but mainly you. You got a nasty attitude. You was a mean girl to your own fucking husband. You got clocked for it and you ran off the show. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's it. Cause I love, look, I love how she was. She trying to include, oh, me and Chris didn't enjoy the narrative when literally, and I mean quite literally, everybody saw that. Okay, Chris damn near couldn't get a word in edgewise because of your motherfucking ass, coward. Absolutely, coward. <laughs> a coward talking to my mom in here. I didn't show her what Monique said about love and marriage, DC, and why she quit. Hey, Mama because White she said Diamonds. it was become Jeremy said, Hey, Mama White Diamonds. Say, Hey, Mama White Diamonds is in culinary school, y'all. So, y'all make sure y'all, you know, clap hey. it up for my mama following her dreams and going back and doing something she really wanted. I'm proud of her. Go for yeah, it. Monique said, Monique said she quit because it was turning into Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh. She full of shit. <laughs> but I wanted, <clears throat> I wanted to point that out because she, she definitely, as Adrian just pointed out, when she got clocked, when her shit got clocked, now all of a sudden it's too messy and that her and Chris don't have control. And y'all was y'all get spiritual advisement from a white woman. Don't what how much control you think you got over your life when you got a white woman controlling your spiritual well-being. Not not only I want to take it a step further. <clears throat> Hold on, I want to get directly into the mic and say this very succinctly. Monique, it wasn't too messy for you when on the first season of, of DC you was in everybody mess literally everybody you was in everybody mess you was the bone collector you are the reason <clears throat> winter and ashley and arena are into it like they are now mm-hmm. it wasn't too messy for you damn on me it wasn't becoming potomac name on me okay girl go ahead because you had an opportunity to 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 not carry that forward mm-hmm. and work that out some other way but so you chose not to you so chose to keep of, the mess going. Chose to keep it going. I want to say Jamie for last because I got some thoughts and opinions on that nigga. Um, I want to talk about um Winter and Shirella and Joy Shirella. If somebody don't, you can't force people to be friends. Them women don't fuck with Winter, and we see why. Because Winter is a whole fucking loser and a fool. Going back, bringing stale tea. Oh, they said you sent your son off to a school for the blind. Duh, bitch. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That's some stale tea. And I'm glad Arena told that girl to her face. I don't like you. I don't want to be friends with you. Leave me alone and I'll do the same. And I'm glad also Arena clocked Shirella for doing that. 
Ashley said, don't bring that bitch around me. I don't want to talk to her. I don't got nothing to say to her about her. And this is giving me a Sequoia type of vibes. Uh, she, Ashley never shaded Winter. She called bullshit. How you marry a man and you never seen where he lay his head at at night? <laughs> like, come on, y'all. How do that even make sense? That's how you end up on Love After Locker. <laughs> I don't know if you have watched the first season, Adrian, but Winter was married to some guy named Kevin. When her and Kevin were dating, Kevin told her he had an apartment, uh, a basement apartment in Georgetown. Whole time he was living with his parents. And she and never, she never, she been never went over to his house. She never went to his house. Never went over there one time. Them motherfuckers never had a Netflix and chill. Never had a Netflix and chill where he say he lived at. And she married him? Yes. Yeah, after like six months. Wasn't she supposed to be like a relationship expert or something? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And she, she got <laughs> mad when Ashley asked her, how are you a relationship expert when you didn't even notice your own red flags? Is that okay for Adrian? What's your shady? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adrian. That's what happened. Yeah. So she said, Winter is, so in this episode, when Winter is like, well, you started it and they rolled the footage back, that was from that dinner party where Ashley was like, you didn't even pick up on red flags. How are you going to tell somebody else about love and dating? Why do people be coming at Ashley and she don't be wrong? She do not be wrong. She has not been wrong about Winter at all. Winter is a liar and a scammer. And then after all of that stuff happened, when we got to the reunion, Winter was lying about being a minister or some shit. Like she stayed lying. Ashley is not wrong. And she kept doing this weird shit like they brought up on this episode. She kept doing interviews talking about I got tea and mess one quick and Jamie and I know what they be doing. And every time they've told her, well, like, just drop it. Show us what you got. Show us the receipts. If you a woman and you looking out, then give us the mess. Give us the tea. And she never can. Wow. She's a lot then. She's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's really weird. And this whole thing with Joy and Shirella and the boyfriend and uh, the go-go band or whatever. I'm glad it disbanded. Because fuck go-go music. <laughs> okay, they gonna be go-go music. Go-go music is not for the go-go music is not for the people. No, no music. Am I right about it? <laughs> <laughs> but this whole thing, like he was doing shady business and and all this other stuff, and okay, take that up with him, and then. Oh, Sherelle was messing with my, she was messing with him when my best friend was with him. And girl, just say you don't like the lady. Cause you, you holding her accountable for a bunch of shit that low key had nothing to do with her for sure. Yeah. I can get her not messing with the girl, but she has like a visceral reaction to this woman. And this woman hasn't done anything to you. It, it, there you go. Adrian. Thank you. Like it's just the like, it's the it's the vitriol reaction that she has. It's like it's not that deep, baby. It's not at all. <clears throat> it's not. But um, I want to get to I want to I want to get to uh, Jamie. What a horrible fucking dad, man. He's oh. a terrible father to go and sit in front of people you don't know like that, and and when you know and call your son a bum and a brat and he just talking about suicide ideation for attention and he been doing it since he was in high school 
fam. So I I, I would like to uh, say this. And he acts like a typical cop. Yes. What did I say last week? What did I say last week? I don't give a damn what it is. I if 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 Jamie has zero haters, I am dead. Because when I'm I tell one of them, <laughs> it, listen, if ja- if Jamie has haters, I am one of them. If he has no haters, I am dead. Because when I tell you, I want to fight that nigga. Like you, like you are not only a terrible dad, you are a despicable person. Who the fuck said some shit like that about suicide and depression? especially 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 when you because remember Candace the first season especially when you touched on those things that you are dealing with in your own personal life between you and your wife on this damn show so to say that about your son boy can I let me go ahead Adrian go Adrian well you know for me it's always fuck big Jamie but when he says the statement that he's saying that for attention What's wrong with wanting attention? And why are you not Mm. looking at why he feels like he needs attention and this is the only way to get it from you? Mm. Because then if you don't, because maybe this is for attention. Maybe it is. I, I don't know. But even if it is, if you show so much care to address this, maybe that'll make things better. But for you to sit, I'm not listening. He's a bum. He's just doing this for attention. Then when that boy do something to self-harm himself, now you want, you going to want to be there with the big grown man crying. Like when you have an opportunity to step in and do it and you don't want to listen to other people, like arena is sitting there telling you like, yeah, maybe, but maybe he's for real. And maybe you might want to, check in on that but you have so much pride and don't want to be accountable for the lack of parenting that you did in his life you just want to put everything on him he's grown now so he needs to figure it out when there are things that you have done along the way as a parent parenting him that you need to account for i would like to add on to that you he's trying to put all the onus on little jamie for figuring it out when he even in his own age old ass age hasn't figured out stuff for his own self like right. he, st- he still got demons that he is dealing with and hasn't figured out regardless of, of little jamie or his wife so the fact that you haven't figured out everything with your life and your inner demon but yeah you putting it all off on little jamie and saying fuck that nigga it's on all on his own hey square up uh jamie square up square up if you and, and, as and, a parent, oh, go ahead, Cam. Oh, sorry, Jeremy. Let me get this off my chest. If you as a parent can acknowledge that your son has been in and out of trouble since he was a teenager, has had made threats to suicide and suicide ideation since he was a teenager, and y'all have never thought to get him professionally evaluated, come on, that that's not fucking normal. Like that's not normal. There's truly got to be. There could be some some mental health issues going on. And y'all just talking about, oh, it's attention seeking. And this my issue with Arena is that she sits there and allows the shit to happen. She do not advocate for her son against his father in no capacity. She just sit there, shut up and let it happen. I don't like that. It is not normal for somebody to talk about suicide ideation. That's not common. I'm taking the stuff further. I mean, it's common, but it's not healthy and normal. I'm taking the stuff further. She do that shit well, like, she gets on Jamie up to a point where he don't lash out at her. Yeah, that's it. Like, 
Like she'll she'll say just enough to be like, hey, maybe you should do this a little bit, but not too much. So like he don't lash out at her. And I never mind. Get it off your chest. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm gonna say it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, and again, I'm I'm not a woman, so maybe you know, I'm speaking from a place of privilege and out of turn. But girl, that's your that's your that's your son, that's your child. I don't give a goddamn what this peasy head ass nigga is doing. God damn it, if you got to get loud to protect your child, you better scream like Jennifer goddamn Hudson at this mm-hmm. Period. Because he is in the fucking wrong. And that is y'all goddamn child. If if he not going to do what the fuck he should do as a parent, God damn it, one of y'all got to. Yeah. yeah. Fuck all this trying to coddle Big Jamie and like being, oh, you should, you know, yeah, you got to get it right. And he says, fuck all. If you got to go upside that nigga head with a goddamn frying pan in let freedom ring him around this bitch like something shit i agree wholeheartedly i agree and my again my biggest thing is he moves like a cop he just he it is very much so now that we know it it all makes sense because honestly that's how a lot of police officers behave no compassion no empathy no sympathy Hell, I mean, they nothing not, has a gray area to them. Shit, not even being funny. Hell, that, that's the reason that they cops. Yep, that's the reason why. Um, I'm enjoying the season so far. And oh, get Ashley's mother the fuck out of here. Oh, I hate parents like that because my first question is if you are what kind of man are you picking that he can't be around your daughter that the more viable choice was for you to run off and be with him and just pay for the house pay rent at the place where your daughter is at yeah what kind of man were you picking where that was an option then okay and i i need parents to get it that a lot of the times the things that you have done to traumatize your children by the time they bring them to you they have kind of worked on them And they are looking for acknowledgement most of the time because there's nothing you can do about the past and the fucked up situation. But for you to gaslight your daughter, like I was there. To tell her that when she was 16, she was a grown ass woman. Ma'am, what? 16 is not an adult. And the fact that you think it is, is something. It says a lot about your character. And it makes me wonder what trauma she, her mother went through at around 16 for you to say 16 as a grown woman. But whatever it is for you to invalidate your child's experience is sucky as fuck, especially when all she's looking for is acknowledgement and an apology. Even if you thought what you were doing in that moment was right and was okay, once your child comes to you like this situation that you did when I was 16 was really messed up for me. It hurt me. It caused me to grow up faster than I should have. Your words should just be that you're sorry. Not trying to gaslight her. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Oh, you were a grown woman. Oh, you had people there with you. Like, just sit in, sit in the mistake that you made. Another reason I don't fuck with Winter is because she was really nasty to Ashley about her mental health diagnosis. And like she was on social media taking shots at her, calling her crazy and talking about the only one who crazy is the one who got the diagnosis and all kind of shit like that. And to me, that's low hanging fruit. Like if you got a jug at somebody's mental health when they've been really transparent about it, like you a coward, you a coward for real. Um, And I and 
to me, this season is shaping up to be much better without Monique. Yeah. And I feel like this is what Real Housewives was like before the ladies start lying to in uh, faking storylines to not have to let everybody in on what was really going on with their lives, i.e. Robin. Mm. Like Ashley and Quick have been very transparent about their issues. And even at the expense of Jamie looking like a piece of shit, they've been very transparent about his relationship with little Jamie yeah. and even issues he've ha- he's had with his wife. And so I just feel like this is, it, if you're going to give us a, a, a housewives or a love and marriage show, this is what it should look like. Uh, this was even what love and marriage Huntsville was like the first couple seasons. It was real. It was raw. It was, it was, uh, it was transparent. So I'm enjoying the season so far. I am. I am. Yeah, I've enjoyed I really the season am. ever, ever since, listen, ever since the, Monique didn't come back and wasn't on our TV screen and actually allowed the other couples and people and people to flourish with their storylines and, like what they got going on, I've I've loved it. Literally, yeah. the problem was Monique, not even Chris necessarily. Monique. Yeah, because I feel like we're getting really into the into the trenches with these couples now. Yep. Getting to see their family dynamics, getting to see how careers come into play, getting to see things that go on with their children, and and so on and so forth. And I I I like it. It's refreshing. Because as you can, as we've seen, as we get ready to head into Potomac, this this is not a season of lies. We are getting truth. Even Correct. if it makes somebody look bad, we're getting the truth from these couples on this show. Correct. And I yeah. appreciate Joy for being honest. That she, my girl said, I ain't never dream about no fairy tale wedding. Never, ever. I ain't trying to do all of that. Real niggas, no. Let's, 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 let's strip the patriarchy off. Because that's most... You know, we could be honest. The the big princess fairy tale dream wedding that ha- that has been ingrained in little in women since they were little girls. You meet a man, you fall in love, you have this big fairy tale fancy wedding, two dog, two kids, a dog, a picket fence, and all that bullshit. Joyce says she ain't with that. True. Speaking of big patriarchy, so, just real quick before we uh move on, fuck big Jamie. I'll fight you. You ain't but like five four. Big Jamie looked like if Uncle Fester had weight loss surgery. All right, let's move on. Yep, oh. yep, move on. Time to move on. Damn. Yeah. Adrian, well, we I here. cut it. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm only going to get worse when we get to Potomac. <clears throat> Robin, you, you, Timon looking bitch. <laughs> Whew. You, uh, you. You sidekick to Pumba looking bitch. In the jungle, the mighty jungle. A weemo whip, a weemo whip, a ass mousy looking meerkat manner face bitch. You are a coward. You are a liar. You are a fraud. And and Giselle, bitch, I will. You got more rings on your neck than Jackie Christie. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all are some sorry ass hoes. I want to get to the meat and potatoes of it because you knew y'all set up and y'all concocted this lie. You concocted this lie about Chris Bassett because you didn't want everybody to know that Juan was cheating on you. And if you, but let me, y'all, let me be honest. I honestly don't care about how the rest of the season went. Because I want to get into just how much they did to cover up this situation. And it still got uncovered. Can I go further than that? 
I think that this situation is being quote unquote uncovered now because of all the shit that he's in with this lawsuit. Because if you notice, people have been talking about this cheating stuff way more than they've been talking about the cop and state stuff. So I think, Robin, that this has come out and is being played up to distract from that. You're not wrong. And it's, and it's, it's shitty that they did that. Because once they went into the situation, I low-key don't have a problem with Giselle saying, well, I didn't spill her tea because that's my friend. I can get that. I can stand by that. Where they fucked up at is then you made up a whole nother story to distract from And you threw dirt on somebody's name to distract from all of that. That's my biggest problem. I honestly don't even have a problem with her saying, hey, I'm going to give you a little bit of it. But if you want to hear more details, you have to subscribe to the Patreon. If Andy and Bravo will let them get away with that bull, that's cool. That's fine. But and see, them making yeah, up allegations was fucked up. My my issue is every time they asked Robin when the wedding was going to be, she lied. Instead of saying we pushed the wedding back because we were, you know, we ran into some, you know, some issues in a relationship and we needed to figure that shit out before we walked down anybody's aisle. You could have been honest because you married him regardless. So what did it matter? But to but to bring in all these people to say all this foul shit about Chris Bassett that turned out to be an absolute lie and not even hold yourself accountable and, and my issue with Gis- Giselle is, you're right. She didn't have to tell Robin's business. I wouldn't expect her to. But again, you had no right to make up some outlandish lie about another another person's husband and run with it and double down on it and try to guilt Ash and try to guilt Candace about it. And yes, it's being said that the Ashley Dever thing was another layer added on to, to make people believe Giselle more. Oh, well, he was being flirtatious and inappropriate with one of Ashley's friends. So we definitely believe he might have tried it with Giselle. Like y'all layered lies on top of lies and shit. Like a Mexican, like a Taco Bell Mexican taco, Mexican All pizza. Right. All right. It's like a Taco Bell Mexican pizza, but just full of lies. Just layered on. Just truly ugly and insane, honestly. That's insane to me. And and the other thing is. Why do y'all care who who Karen old ass be fucking? Listen, I wish you would meet y'all. Sharice, uh, I wish you would spend some of your t- free time getting the same amount of dick that you claim Karen get. She can't she can't cut them shoulders uneven. Okay. Too far? Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> oh Lord. Like maybe if you relax your shoulders, somebody would want to get give you a little something, something. I'm just saying, how, she can't sit on a dick because her equilibrium off because them shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for nothing. Fuck Sharice. You do not apologize for shit. <laughs> Fuck Sharice. My bad, y'all. I'm eating chicken. Um, like a real nigga. For sure. But no, nah, for real though, like, why y'all concerned about who Karen fucking? She is 60. Okay. And I guarantee you, Ray old ass they got, I, I fucking guarantee they got an arrangement. Yeah. Because if you think Ray can get that thing, Karen say she watched the most porn out of everybody. That old bitch is in heat. Right. She watched the most porn because she ain't getting no dick from Ray because she got she she to watch she, dick from she, somewhere. 
she horny and she menopausal. Exactly. You know that she thing. She wanna is... toot that thing up and roll it. Listen. And Ray can't, because he is at least 80. I do you being kind, that motherfucker 112. <laughs> Listen, she okay. fucked somebody in the bathroom at a restaurant in Vegas. Okay, and Listen, don't be worried about now what? Can... We worry... saw Donna and Alex fucking in the hookah lounge. <laughs> you being kind, friend. That was a long John Silver. <laughs> Like, what are we doing here? And why is we doing it? Listen, don't worry about who Karen fucking Karen called me. Uh, anyway, um, because Jeremy said he said that that uh, that young nigga deep did keep them old hoes sick. <laughs> he willing to let you see about it, Karen. Karen, I I have mercy. <laughs> Karen, come get you some of that. <laughs> Shut up. What Uncle Ben won't do, Black Dante will. <laughs> But no, but no, for real. But no, for real. Like this is a tired storyline. Very tired. It is. It is. And my my question is like like uh, on a real tip on on a serious. I'm coming. It, listen, R.I.P. and shout out to our, our realest nigga Curtis. I'm asking this in truth and transparency. Bravo, Andy. You motherfuckers ain't got nobody in the writing room that can come up with better storylines than this. Like, we've been trying to clock Karen's pussy for at least four seasons now. And, like, who gives a damn? No, nah, because they letting the green-eyed bandits control the narrative. That, well, they don't use Because there, there is nothing in me. If this woman that Juan allegedly cheated with was inboxing uh, Robin and Giselle, there's no way in the world that didn't make it to an inbox of a producer. Mm. It definitely did. And let and let's take it a step further. Let's get to the Robin, Robin Meerkat Dixon. Rob the Builder. Rob the Rob the Builder. Showtime. Boring. Rob the Builder. Okay. If you believe for one second that this woman started DMing Juan about liking you and Giselle on the show, and that led to deep conversation. And her ending up in D.C. and losing her wallet. And the only person she could think in between that, she's supposed to be coming in to see a professional football player. But she lose her wallet and she can only think to call Juan to come pay for her hotel. He got out his bed, drove from Potomac, Maryland to D.C. to pay for a hotel in person, then left and then get no pussy girl, ma'am. You must think we boo-boo the fucking fool. Nah, she just think we her. And also, let me tell you, if, if if I'm sure we all know this, but let's reiterate it. When you book a hotel, you book it in your name or whoever's booking it books it in their name or whatever. You put a card on file, right? You typically have the option at hotels to say, um, most like more than likely when you check into a hotel, they run the card then. Mm-hmm. Right? They authorize the transaction. And if you don't want the card on file to be used, you present a different card. So they're automatically going to charge the, the room to the card they have on file. So if this woman put her card on file first and the card was good, they authorized the charges to her card. Furthermore, if Juan did come and let's say pay for that woman's hotel room, they wouldn't have changed the name on the reservation. Nope. It would have still been under her name. He would have just had to present his card. That's it. 
They would not have changed the name on the reservation to Juan Dixon. Stop playing. This is what I mean about playing in our face. And then the crazy part is you go tell it and you still lying. And the woman came forward after she told that lie and said that she was never dating no, no football player from the Ravens. She doesn't know where that came from. Her and Ron, her and Juan had had many, many conversations and it had nothing to do with her liking no fucking Potomac. Child. Just more lies, just lies on top of lies. So weird. Very I don't like it. Cause you want us to believe those lies. And we smart. And you don't even build, you don't even believe them. You and don't even believe stupid. them. Stupid. Like she could have played this so much, like so much better. People go back to their cheating ass niggas every day. So it's not that. It would have been like this, folks. It just oh would have been an God. opportunity for you to be open and honest about what was going on hey this happened during the pandemic we had to slow down that's why we haven't picked a wedding date yet we had to get over some things people could have yep. could have understood it but i tell you what this is on brand for a nigga who was okay with his assistant coach sexually assaulting one of his players and that's the really creepy part not only did you cheat with this woman you basically tried to make her a pass around and your friend was sexually inappropriate with her yep this nigga Juan trying to do some shit that'll end up on Pornhub. Yep. Talking about, um, I knew this was going to come out. So why did you keep denying it? Why did you act like Karen didn't know what she was talking about? Nigga said, I always knew this day would come. Chant- Chantelly liked this post. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Candace here. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking for, I don't know if I'm really looking forward to the reunion because it doesn't seem like it covers any of this. And that's my issue with Andy and production is that if y'all don't crack down on this, you're setting a really bad precedent. Speaking of the reunion, how how we feeling about the looks? How we feeling about the looks from the preview um, they showed? Candace ate, ate up. Karen looked amazing. Wendy looked fucking phenomenal. I agree. Ashley looked like she was going to prom. She got them bunions on her feet, and I hate that shit. Yeah. Robin was boring as usual. What the hell Giselle had on? She looked like a Sky Vodka bottle, but it wasn't her worst look. Sharice, I don't know, child. Them shoulders. Sharice, girl. Them shoulders. I'm telling you, them shoulders. Mia's gonna Mia. I don't know. Mia was up here looking like Ray Lewis. Before we go, though, I do want to talk about Ashley trying to force Chris Bassett to have a conversation after you blatantly lied on me. And let's be honest, it is really hard to shake off and let how can I, I want to word this to be impactful. When men are guilty of being sexually inappropriate or inappropriate with women, they sweep it under the rug and they get from under those allegations easily. But when, when, um, if a man is falsely accused, that shit tends to follow him around. Mm-hmm. I will take it a step further. I'll take it a step further. It, for me, I'm, I'm just speak for me. I was very, very confused and also irritated on Chris's part while actually trying to have this conversation when we remember vividly, or we should remember vividly, Chris Bassett being probably one of the only men on the show to like actively be like, hey, no, Michael is fucking wild. And to see Ashley in that same breath you know, foolishly defending her man, but also trying to spin that back on Chris and also trying to have and force this conversation, as you said, Candace. I was like, you got a lot of motherfucking nerve for head. You got a lot. And she got a lot. 
she has prepared. all that time in everybody's business and you ain't getting no alimony check with your dumb ass. With your stupid... Yep. Like, re- remember all the motherfuckers that was like, Ashley got a master plan. She don't really love this white man. She just playing him for her, for his money. Look how that turned out. She a hoe. They know what they was talking about. And remember when I said it, they tried to eat me up in the mentions when I was like, having, a, having two kids with a man who has been accused multiple times of sexual being sexually inappropriate at least and sexually assaulting someone at most is not a master plan. I remember it's, it's, were, it's not a security deposit on life. And they was in your mentions, mad friend. I remember that shit. The North remembers. The niggies remember. Now look at y'all queen up and looking the fuck Look stupid. at y'all queen. Signed and a prenup look and a postnup and didn't get shit out of it. And finna look even stupider when he take the house from her ass. Talk about it, Adrian. Talk about it. Because how you in a house, it costs 13000 for the mortgage, but you don't know how it's happening. It was brought under an LLC. And if you ain't read post-nup, prenup terms, I know you haven't read the terms on that LLC that y'all share. And he gonna end up kicking your ass out of that house. Because Lord knows he don't really like your ass. And if he lose the house, you can't afford to keep it up. Mm, mm. Again, this y'all, this y'all queen that y'all said had a master plan, child. You letting Gollum play in your face like that? <laughs> Adrian, oh my god! You really, you really are. And what would? What was Sheila teaching you? What was Sheila teaching you? What was she teaching you? You ain't got to yeah. know bad. Well, I mean, I can, I can bet you how Michael has structured this. She might not be even be getting that much in child support. Mm. I'm going to be honest. She might not even get that much in child support. This is going to be very awful of me to say, but I'm an awful ass bitch. Sheila got fucked and ducked by a white man. She ain't taught that girl shit. I was about to say, Sheila ain't taught actually a damn thing because Sheila Sheila barely got a Sheila living in a fucking trailer park. I guess it's running the family. I guess it's a generational curse for them. (laughs) Fuck with white, let white men play in your face. Right, exactly. Oh my God. Sheila barely got a GED. She didn't teach Ashley a damn thing. She could barely, re- you know. Let me not say that. See, right. having a GED don't mean nothing because a because a because an old hoe can tell you how to do it. GED, <laughs> yeah. damn. That's, that's why I stopped myself. Yeah, I'm about to say I know <laughs> some old myself. hoes who ain't finished eighth grade that ain't gonna let a nigga play in their face the way Michael has played in Ashley's face. That's why I stopped myself. Can we say it? You let him Shut climb up. on top of you and impregnate you with them and racist do his kids. business with them racist faced kids. And now you Mr. Mm, just mm, climb mm, on mm, top mm. of me and do his business. Master, mm. not Mr. Master. Pretty much. And you didn't do nothing. You nope. Okay. But she's jealous of Candace. She's very jealous of Candace. Very. Everything Candace got, she won't. A loving white husband, a, a music career that's going places. A mama that'll that'll cover her. And not because I know they wanted to ass wig. Yeah, I know they wanted to clown her for her mom uh having the place and helping her out. But what what if she got it to do, what's what's the problem? You had to let that white man climb on top of you for you to get the lifestyle that Candace was born into and it eats you up. Dorothy may be a lot of things, but her check's clear and she ain't living under a bridge. Ooh. She definitely is a lot of things, as we have said on this podcast. Not many Ashley times. Mama, the little old bitch that lived in the shoe. <laughs> the little who had so little discernment she didn't know what to do. You know what? That's enough. All right, that's enough. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. Bye, 
<laughs> oh come on, Adrian came in with that drag, and I was that ain't like, the point though. Here. Okay. You see how your people Bye, thought you under the bus? Damn. <laughs> right, this is, exactly, Adrian. This is your old nigga. <laughs> see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.